Yo, everybody. It's time for a very special combat cast <laughs> with uh, the Tilted Podcast. Uh, I'm Zero. Uh, right over here is Iki. What's up, guys and gals? Um, it's not really a combat cast, but it kind of is because we got a lot of Mortal Kombat stuff to talk about today and not a lot of else. Not a lot of else. It is combat day, basically. Uh, everyone has been playing the game for the past, like, three days. I think, I think like, everyone with a cool mom and pop has got the game on, like, Friday. So we're just, mm-hmm. like, the only losers in our town that don't have it yet. But there's a lot of good leaks, a lot of good tech already coming out, um, a lot of good controversy. <laughs> we'll get into that a little bit. Hey, uh, a little thing about that. I, I saw someone get blown up Twitch cops live. I was watching them. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Last night, and they were streaming and they were doing whatever, whatever. And then, like, stream cuts out. And then it tries to connect the cat chat, and it just says, This stream has been suspended. This channel, <laughs> this channel has been suspended. Yep. There's There were several early streams like that. Like, I can think of maybe like three or four. And, you know, everyone who usually does that is shitty at the game like they don't know what they're doing they're just like mashing buttons they're usually like russian for some reason <laughs> oh no this yeah this was an american streamer all right uh, <laughs> and uh and he, he wasn't terrible i think he was he, that's the thing so you got to remember that like part of part of them is also also going to be part of like the mortal Kombat community or some happened is going to be part of the game community now most of us i'm not going to say we're smarter than that um it's just most of us don't want to risk it, and this guy didn't care. I don't think. Um, uh, yeah, it's not even just that. It's like a lot of those people that do stream early are just looking for those quick hits. Hopefully, they get follows, and then the account gets banned anyway. So it's like, well, you didn't, you didn't really uh, get anything from it, right? Yeah, but I'm not to go too far into it, but it's it's weird to me now that I think about it. Isn't that just kind of I don't know. That's that's a weird that's a weird thing to as a larger company, right? Um, you're beholden to the street date of some other product. For for instance, like this is Twitch as a company who has technically nothing to do with video games, even though broadcasting video games is their business, is stepping in and just saying, you know what? No. Nah, Fuck you! You're showing something that we don't know. Our constituents don't want people to see this early, out of a controlled environment. You know, like. Well, yeah, that does come down because it's like, it's, I, I, I kind of it's maybe a bad comparison, but it's like when you are with somebody and you're driving, and they don't have a seatbelt, like, you know, that fucks you over too. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and I can see that. I can see that. I just, um, I think in my mind, because I'm, I'm such a fucking asshole about it. I, I still see it as like a, a kind of censorship. Oh, it definitely is. In, 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 in the technical sense, it is. But I don't think it's like they're going out of the way. They stamp out, you know, stamp out these streams now. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. the control leaks and all that typical PR bullshit. But we'll get into that. That's not <laughs> we, we we got off on that that's definitely not what we want to at least cover first uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, at uh, least let's cover the most it. recent competitive news and the only thing that went down this past weekend uh we had april annihilation last but this one 
the mix-up in Lyon or Lyon, France. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. But it's Lyon. Uh, Lyon. My cousin lives All right. Well, it's in Lyon, France, and this was a stacked. I I would say this is another stacked event uh, for almost every game there. You know, and of course they run the typical stuff like usual. Uh, there's one little special thing about it, but we'll get into that in a sec. But yeah, let's at least start it out with uh, Street Fighter Five. And uh, did you happen to watch any of this at all or not? Uh, I ended up seeing mostly um, finals day. I saw the end of Tekken, and uh, that was really about it. Because, <laughs> because it took place in France, it broadcast at like a time that was really inconvenient for me. Yeah, I think it was really early in the morning or something. Yeah, I definitely was asleep through most of that time. Um, but you know, I just watched the vods, at least of the finals, so we can at least touch up on on that. But it was pretty much just te- Tekken for you. Yeah, Tekken for me. Checking for you. Well, you did miss out on some uh, decent Street Fighter Five play. I mean, I like. I think I've said this like last time too, but we're at that point of the game where the I think the meta and the characters are kind of at a stalemate, and you, you are seeing the top tiers just kind of they're just always there, always there. And once in a while, you might see another character squeeze in. But for those that don't know, Punk took. Uh, this tournament as well as uh, April Annihilation again. So, you know, it's just he's on a roll now. So he's got yeah. two first place victories in uh, in a very short amount of time. And not only that, but we got to add that he had to beat Daigo for that win. Uh, well, this is we're going to see Punk continue to dominate until Capcom throws out another balance patch. I think that's going to change a lot. Um, right now, Karen's crouching medium kick. If you're, uh, again, if you're like a smart player and you can pay attention to to your opponent, um, all you really need is a good poke. True. I mean, has good spacing and, and uh, good footsies, right? Because yeah. that's really all I saw between that that final set was the two top players displaying what basically Street Fighter Five comes down to is that, yeah, the execution's really low, but that game is really, really, really all dependent on where you're standing and what button you happen to just be pressing. And it, and it sounds like so simple because it really is, but uh, it's it's what comes after that and at least during that, like the neutral phase, that's, that's what they're building on. I mean, you can see that Daigo... At least in that set, he he had the lead in, in that set, right? The yeah. the whole the whole set got reset. You know, Punk came back three, swept them. Like I think it was three straight when he came back. And uh, the thing is, he got too comfortable being a turtle. Basically, uh, we're talking about Daigo here. Yes, he got too comfortable turtling with with Guile and didn't really press the issue too much. Maybe because he's scared of Kyron and what Kyron can do if he just so happened to be in a, in a position to whiff. And, you know, that's pretty much what it came down to is just a lot of throws, a lot of whiff uh, punishing, a nice hit confirms, uh, all on Punk's end to really, like, slowly edge it out over Daigo. Yeah, well, that's, a, that's, that's another thing that you pointed out. Um, with when you're designing um, a game and if you go, I guess if you go too hard on making the character archetypes 
um, too strong uh, to what they're supposed to be. For instance, Guile being zoning, you know, um, Karen being kind of a a footsie monster. Um, when you do that, you emphasize the inherent weaknesses against other types of fighters. This is why I think we're seeing um, like Zangief, right? That's why we're seeing like Zangief as a grappler do not great because they've gone way too far in trying to emphasize the fact that he's a grappler and not giving him much to to balance that out. Like uh, like Birdie. Birdie sits in that weird spot where he's kind of like a, a hybrid grappler. And in this case, you're seeing that a, a character like Guile, who they focused on being a zoning character, because we've seen Guile be very strong in like earlier seasons because his his frame data and his play style was more of a hybrid. Um, we saw the same thing with Charlie, in fact, in the very beginning of Street Fighter. They thought that, they said that uh, Guile was supposed to be more of, um, I can't remember, like more of a um, offensive fighter, but they gave him like, the best backdash in the game. So Infiltration was blowing everybody up with all this crazy backdash and he was being able, he was able to be defensive while having all of his offensive strengths. So, yeah, that's pretty much true. Yeah, and so you have Karen, who's a footsie monster, who's really that's her, her, her like, mo. That's what she has to do. And Guile, who's now a, almost a purely defensive character, which Daigo's been doing pretty well with, but he doesn't have another mode uh, unless he has his V trigger. So you get him pinned down in the corner. He gets quote unquote too comfortable, you know, chucking booms or whatever. And then all Karen needs is one good read, and there goes Kyle's life bar. That's ba- yeah, like what you just said there. It's basically what it came down to. It's not to say that he was never offensive. Like uh, Daigo yeah. does make good use of Kyle's like uh, I don't know the real term of it, but the upside down kick. You know, that's what we've all been calling it for like mm-hmm. 20, 20 fucking years. Makes good use of it, um, at least as an offensive tool. Um, but it really came down to just getting thrown a lot and it's just funny how street fighter 5 kind of just breaks down to getting thrown or you get you get whacked for trying to tech the throw right yeah and that's pretty much like it just came down he got too turtly punk read it threw the fuck out of him and then when he got scared of it would just whiff punish like everything (laughs) yeah yeah and it's easy to say that oh sorry it would be easy for one to say that like okay well you know, if they changed how, like, the throw game worked a little bit and, like, the how the character collision boxes worked a little bit, uh, it might make that better. But that just opens up more problems. Um, because if you diminish the throw game on one side, then you basically make the defensive game for characters stronger. So basically, if you change the throw game at all, it would make Guile stronger. Uh, there's, like, a balancing act there that they're, they're not going to get... I don't think <laughs> no, and I, th- I think everyone's been bitching about more defensive options anyway, and I think yeah. we're just talking about like making V reversal, you know, good stuff like that. At least invincible shoryu's on on my wish list. But I mean, it was a great set regardless. A good tournament. Mm-hmm. You, just, you have a lot of killers always, like Dagara, Haitani, Fudo. You know, Tokido was there. Surprisingly, cool. Tokido didn't get a real top eight spot. He was right under you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so crazy crazy street fighter performances there i mean and then not only that was insanely hype but like you said tekken you know if you want to go on the tekken really quick 
super akuma akoma like what the <laughs> fuck was that man like yo uh, so everyone who plays tekken knows that akuma it has damage like that's akuma and geese and technically eliza um all of those characters that are the quote-unquote 2d characters they're they what they they lack in uh early game strength they make up with with end game strength because they have super meters and once they have super meters they have all kinds of um uh, like super akuma uh, not super akuma i'm sorry akuma uh Angis, uh both have uh states where they can cancel out i think akuma basically just gets the um focus dash cancel and um geese has max mode which leads into uh, a cancel that's that's a dash so those characters you give them meter and they get damage uh what you're about to see is akuma (laughs) (laughs) making like the most like guile comeback we've seen in years this thing, it, it's a, it's re- okay. First off, it's disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little it's bit gross. More, it's deserved. It's deserved. Well, is it okay? Well, let's 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 just let it speak for itself. Because you see here, Akuma's in rage. He has a magic pixel. He's a back against the wall, and just happens to so get that lucky hit, that float, mm-hmm. and then from there on, you see it's pretty much end for Jin. He had full meter, decided to spend it on raging demon. That alone, no, uh, he spent his he spent rage. On well, he spent meter. rage, but like he used the meter on two focus. Yeah. Dash. Either way, ending that with oh. raging demon, just insanely like clutch kind of like combo. They're all from a jump in, like it, it's just yep. a touch of death, basically. If you want to call it that, it was basically a yeah. touch. Yeah, <laughs> he brought he brought Jin to almost exactly the amount of life that he had. Oh yeah. And then just the the top it off though the wake up low parry (laughs) yes oh that was it that was like like the the combo sure everyone's seen that Akuma combo everyone knows that that combo does a grip of damage but to just like get that hard of a read on your opponent when you have no life left that yeah that was the last minute parry I mean that was the literary parry but that That was literally. just download complete like i know you want to hit me like so bad like yoink just slapped the victory out of his fucking face like insane this is an insane combo and well deserved because super coma actually came to got uh take first place so you know you know big ups to you homie uh well deserved (laughs) if you can pull that kind of combo off in tournament like well deserved like you deserve Everything, everything that all the good luck and good fortune in your life, you know. <laughs> he's been he's been grinding in that game for for a while. Uh, I've seen him in uh, only the top eight um, and maybe winning places of like um, I don't know if it's European or South American uh, tournaments series. But other than that, I, I feel like he showed he showed up at Evo once. But, um, well, I think he is from France, so you know it does. Is he from France? I believe so. Um, okay, could be wrong on that. Please correct me if I am wrong. But yeah, that's another thing. Uh, I think most European players we don't get a whole lot of exposure to. If you want to put it that yeah. way, they don't come over nearly as much. At least it's not as much as like the Japanese and the Koreans. 
Um, yeah, no, that, that, and then a lot of his matches in general were uh, were pretty pretty fucking cool. Um, that was a, it was just a, it was a, it was a good top eight overall. Uh, you guys can can click around on the internet and find videos of uh, of, <laughs> of Eris almost dropping his damn pizza trying to watch. Oh that. yeah, um, a pretty good reaction video. Of just you know, we just saw it right now. Watching that live, it's just insane. So, you know, and it's just top level play at at the best of it. I think we're what the second and a half year in, uh, for Tekken Seven, uh, since the release. We're we're almost like at two years, two two years and some change. I think. Are we? I feel like we're more than that. More than that. This is season four. Mm, it's what two thousand seventeen, right? So, we're a couple yeah. years in. Either way, we're seeing like, you know, how far people have gotten so far in this game, uh, as far as like execution and and tournament performance, pretty crazy. And surprisingly, the Koreans didn't actually do that well, at least here in the in the results. Yeah, the uh, the thing, and I think I said it before, is that the the rest of the world is starting to kind of catch up in skill level the the koreans are always going to be strong uh and japan is always going to be pretty pretty overall decent but like the rest of the world uh, south america um, parts of europe and uh america we're we're getting better everyone's getting better in that game um, oh yeah the rest of the world is finally catching up yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so gonna be around oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, but not only that, of course, they had Soul Calibur VI. Uh, we see some familiar faces here. We have uh, Scale with uh, Mitsurugi in first. Nubiside, Aswell, uh, your favorite. And uh, our boy Linkors with Geralt and Siegfried in third. Pretty cool uh, seeing Linkors still doing really well. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. he didn't get the, you know, the finalist place, the top two. But hey, man, but, top well, three, not bad. So what you're seeing here, though... Like I say, every single time, this is result of the the most current Soul Calibur patch. Number <laughs> Mitsurugi. I feel like I told everybody that Mitsurugi is stupid now. And well, what do you think that's stupid about Mitsurugi? You um, want to at okay. least add to that? So he's they they have been like I don't want to say stealth buffing, but like slowly buffing him out every single uh update to the game every patch they've given mitsurugi some more buffs hmm. and his damage output was already kind of crazy but now he's 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 just safer um i can't remember the specific tools and then on top of that you when he has a, a meter you got to watch out for his um his critical edge because his critical edge is like it's quick it's quick as fuck it's not as quick as uh Shanghua's, but it can pretty much punish anything. So you're guaranteed to take a grip of damage anytime you fuck up against Mitsurugi. <laughs> then if you had Soul Charge, yeah, that's it. You're taking Astroth damage. So you <laughs> strongly feel that those buffs have contributed to his performance at the mix-up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to see... It, I, that's what I'm saying, though. Every tournament, you, you look at the patch notes... And then you look at the tournament notes. This is how, <laughs> how bad I feel that the, the Team Soul is at balancing. Because every single patch, you'll see 
the characters that have the most significant buffs are the ones that end up placing high. Because I what there's Aswell. Aswell's right there. He just got more buffs. They and they reverted a couple changes they made to him. Siegfried's always gonna be relevant. Yeah, uh, except for the time that he, the very small time when he wasn't relevant, when they took away a couple of his tools and then gave them back and then gave him more tools. <laughs> like that's it's just it. You're you're gonna keep seeing it go like that because that's how they balance. That's why I don't really play the game anymore. And it's pissing me off. It does seem like knee jerk reaction kind of balancing. So where they don't let things play out for the long run, or at least a sort of long run. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they're not making they're not making thoughtful changes. It's it's uh it's Mortal Kombat X all over again with, with King Soul. They're just like they're, they'll make these changes. They've given characters new moves in this patch for no fucking reason. Yeah, so it's kind of just knee jerk at additions and and stuff like that. Yeah, it's just like come on guys, we don't want to beta test the game for you. Just fucking think through it. Well, there's probably going to be a uh, Soul Calibur Six Game of the Year edition with all the changes and whatever else comes out. So. Look forward to that. Um, <laughs> let's. Uh, Astaroth is still going to be garbage. So yeah. Like, hey, man, not a good look for uh, Team Soul. So, uh, what's his name? Okubo? Okubo? Yeah, Okubo. Get, get, get with it, man. Yeah, uh, DBZ. Now, unfortunately, I didn't see DBZ. But we have a familiar name here. Skill also played uh, in Soul Calibur. The first place Soul Calibur got third place in DBZ. Hey, man, pretty cool. Yeah, uh, Dragon Ball Z is it's kind of um, quickly becoming stale. I think the <laughs> you think so? Uh, huh? Well, yeah. The, they they made they they just had another patch, but the what ends up what's what's what we're seeing is that the players they the people who are making the game are making good thoughtful changes to in the patches, but the people who play the game are finding out the meta too quickly so the you know the patch will go and then all of the dbz monsters will 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 grind because they do they grind really hard and within one or two weeks the meta is set hmm. so you think, they're, think they crack out too much then yeah yeah oh yeah yeah absolutely absolutely too much crack on the streets mm-hmm well, you know, if if no one's going to be playing Marvel and cracking out in Marvel, they might as well crack out and break DBZ. I mean, <laughs> it's true. It's, it's true. a better game than uh, yeah. Marvel Infinite. So, unfortunately, I, I can't really add anything to this topic. But uh, shout outs to Wawa and Noka, your uh, top two there, with Adult mm-hmm. Gohan. That's the only thing I had to note. Both of them playing Adult Gohan. Yeah, Adult Gohan. He's 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 always been a, a pretty strong character. Uh, He's, he's he's a character that's going to be hard to balance because you make a little change and he becomes either garbage or he becomes too good. Mm, I see. Hey, we got a base Goku though. Hey, vanilla Goku, not bad. Oh, and uh, speaking of DBZ, um, uh, GT Son Goku Kid whatever. Oh yeah, he, Child Goku is, is going to be uh, revealed. Right I think. The, right around the corner. Yeah, I think actually tomorrow we're going to hear something. Yeah. So unfortunately, we'll we'll have to cover it next time. But what I did want to talk about, and I alluded to earlier, DOA six. Now, if we can remember correctly, this was the first stop on the DOA six World Tour, the World Championship, whatever the hell it's called. And we have a familiar face here in in first place, 
Excalibur blades. Yeah. He's so, literally he's literally like the only person. Who's yeah, this man day. is grinding. He is uh going everywhere he can to like take all these wins and uh he has been uh, I think dominating uh next level battle circuit as well, like weekly. Every single week just mopping people. Yeah, uh, but he's been he's been there since the beginning. I'm surprised that he hasn't been uh contracted by um Team Ninja to help balance the games on their releases. Like he should probably be part of Team Ninja at this point. <laughs> well, you know, they don't always make the best decisions, but uh oh well. You know, it was kind of cool to see a Bass in a final. Um people have been saying he's a pretty strong character, but I you know, maybe I'm just not a great enough player to really see it, but I can see here at least in this set he does have a hard time fighting against uh, Phase 4. And in my opinion, mm -hmm. I know for sure he has a hard time fighting against the ninjas in general. They they just kind of, like, overwhelm him, at least on yeah. defense. Well, from from what little I know, uh, Bass kind of has your typical grappler problems. In that... Yeah, slow startup on most of his attacks and nothing he can really interrupt people with. And he kind of has to rely on holds on pressure, kind of. Or you holds or just block, which is nothing wrong with just blocking, but you know you kind of feel cheated. Everyone else gets things to kind of steal turns, but you don't. Yeah, yeah, no, he, he just he, he needs reads to win. If he gets those reads, he gets damage. If he doesn't, then that's it. <laughs> yeah, he, I think he's like a lot like Tina, where my game plan, at least for him, is to boil it down to bait people to hold and then counter uh, counter their holds with throw and just do tons of damage with little little execution. Yeah. But yeah, insane set. Uh, X-Blade's making uh, Phase 4 look OP. I know, at least against Bass here. But like I said, I think that's a bad matchup. But I know he can abuse, like I said, the counter hold throws. Because um, I know the, the ninjas bleed. At least the girl ninjas bleed pretty pretty heavily against those. Mm. But unfortunately, didn't really see too many in the set. But of course, we'll link the, the set here. And... Uh, Shout outs to X Blades again for taking this one. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Dude is on a roll. And then, kinda, uh, I feel kind of weird saying, like, giving him shout outs. Not to say that he doesn't deserve it, because he totally does. Yeah. He's literally, like, the only person really playing this game. No, there's a lot of people playing. It's just, like, this is the only dude, like, really traveling and, and yeah, really trying to take all this money that's out there. Come on. Hey, it's DOA, okay. you know, like people, I like the game. I just don't take it as seriously as some other games, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not, I'm sorry. I don't mean to say that like, because it's DOA, I just mean that like, it feels like it's kind of <laughs> that he's going to be in top four. Well, what are your core values, man? Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> either way, sick, sick DOA. And then that is, I think that, like I said, the first stop on that world tour. Yes. You know, fuck it, man. He's going to be forever known as the first champion or the first, uh, you know, first place victor. And, mm -hmm. of course, we had Blaze Blue. Unfortunately, didn't watch any of the anime here. Or, unfortunately, didn't watch any of the ST either. But we'll uh, link this page in here. Uh, they even ran Ultra Street Fighter 4. They ran Vampire Savior. They ran Skullgirls. And the biggest surprise of all of the mix-up was Garo. Mark of the Wolves. They actually oh. ran Garo tournament. I don't wow. know what system, but 
that was the weird uh, sort of like oddball here to see all these games and then I see Garo because when you think of like people running like 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 they they throw in like an old game it's usually like third strike it's usually alpha two it's usually something that a lot of people are into and not to say a lot of people aren't into mark of the wolves but just a little strange but that's really fucking cool so no that's that's no different than making like ex2 uh, a game (laughs) what's wrong with ex2 nothing that's what i'm saying though (laughs) it's one of those those choices like you see garo you might as well see ex2 like there's they're that kind of level of niche in the mm, game. Okay, I get you, I get you. Yeah, you might as well play that or play a, I don't know, Fighting Lair or something. Yeah, yeah I get you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, shout out to the mix-up. That's a, that is something to say about um, Europe, though, is they uh, kind of not on the same level as Japan, but they have really dedicated um, player bases to really specific like niche games that are technically dead at this point true yeah yeah but like i said it's just cool to see that support for something that people love but you never see any like tournaments of so niche game but uh there's another thing about garo we'll get uh we'll touch on later but uh want to move on to the next topping uh yeah oh wait you know what I, i can't really see it there what character won garo grant of course it's either going to be uh, Grant or Kevin, but uh, surprisingly, no Kevin here in the top four. Um, we had, uh, uh, I always call him fucking Marco, but uh, Kushnud Butt, and then Gato, and then Janet, B. Janet. So, okay. yeah, surprisingly, no Kevin. Yeah, or uh, what's a, his name? Uh, Kim's son. Yeah, uh, oh, uh, Kim Dong Wong and uh, Kim, uh, the other one. Yeah, oh, the, the good one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you guys don't play Garo, it's um it's pretty much available on most. Well, no, it's available on PS4. It's definitely available on Xbox One, uh, and it's also available on PC by way of emulation or by way of legitimate purchase. It's a cool game. It kind of has its faults, but it's still a lot of it's a lot of fun if you kind of want something that's similar to Third Strike. But um, yeah, it, it is Neo Geo's. Street Fighter Three, basically. Yeah, but it 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 the weird thing about that is, it doesn't feel. It feel. It definitely feels like a, um, like a Fatal Fury game. It doesn't feel like a King of Fighters game. Um. Well, I think it feels like KOF, but with no teams. Hmm. See, I don't get that feeling from like the the, the hit stop and the. Not the, that stuff, but the short hop, the movement, the way oh, you yeah, control it's got, it's got some systems, but like the. Literally, like the feel of the game, it feels like a Fatal Fury um, game to me because it is without the uh, plane switching. Yes, plane switching. Yes. Yeah, but either way, cool. Shout out to the mix up, and then uh, let's talk about this next topping here. Uh, we talked about it last. What? Yeah. How we got a reveal? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were changing something, but yes, we we brought this up last time. The mysterious. Capcom teaser turned out to be true uh, based on the rumor that you uh, gave out in that last uh, episode. This is a plug-and-play unit here. And yep. it's in the giant shape of a fucking Capcom logo. It's the ugliest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, fucking Capcom logo. Yeah, like, if you can see this here, people. That's it. That is it. <laughs> like, 
Uh, it's almost like oh, a joke. Man. It doesn't feel real. It doesn't. It seems like April Fool's. Yeah, it's like a late April Fool's joke. Like a uh, what is it? Twenty second today. This is a uh, twenty one days late. You know what I mean? We're looking yeah. at this. Oh my god, I'm, my eyes are hurting. The shit is like disgusting. Um, well, it's not as disgusting until you get. I guess it's not truly disgusting until you get to the meat of the matter. Yeah, so let's go over a quick overview because now we need we know what it is. So let's scroll down a little bit. They're going to give us some details. We have authentic gaming. It's a pair of competition class Sanwa JLF TP 8YT sticks with eight way directional gates and uh, Sanwa buttons as well. So that is a good start. The weird thing is, though, these, if you're looking here, you have a blue ball top and a yellow ball top, right? These buttons, if you're looking at them from the pictures, they look to be painted blue and yellow in the exact positions of the Capcom logo. So this is going to be my biggest concern it has nothing to do with the internal hardware or the internal software or whatever because we all know emulation is like whatever. It's not the greatest. But yes. those buttons, if they are uniquely painted, what's to say... Yeah, replacing them. Yeah, replacing them is going to be a huge bitch and it might be the most expensive part in the future of this whole fucking stick is getting matching buttons that are not chipped and scraped because those can't be clear. You cannot have clear buttons like that because there has to be a hole um, mm-hmm. for the for the plunger to go down into the base of the stick so it's really a uh, weird weird that they have these like unique painted buttons and i know i'm, I'm going off on the buttons before no. we even get to the meat the bones but i just know that's going to be the biggest issue <laughs> on the that's stick the first thing that's the first i agree with you 100 percent. that's the first thing i saw because both of us were fighting game players right what happens what's the first thing that fucking happens to us your buttons Our, go out <laughs> Yeah, Jack, the fucking whatever the the button there at the top or not the top, but almost the top of the A mid A that mid A button is yes. gonna go out. Yes, that that, that and that mid A button has the blue triangle of the A. So what happens when that goes out and you need to replace it? Are you gonna be able oh. to find a mid A uh, button to replace it? Or you're probably gonna have to replace it with like a plain white one or a plain whatever you have laying around, right? And it's just like yeah. it's gonna be so, a headache and for and OCD, you know, drive what, people nuts, you know. What I assume is is because if you look really closely at all these pictures, these pictures are obviously renders, right? Yeah, they don't look like real photos. So well, I think what's going to happen is we're going to get a little bit of the MVCI collector's edition. <laughs> where so wait, the they're final... gonna they're gonna be plastic eggs? No <laughs> Yes, everything's just eggs. No, uh What's going to happen here is, or this is what I assume, what I because it's not, it is so, it sounds like it's such an expensive endeavor for them to have bespoke colored. Uh, like that sounds ex- so incredibly I, expensive now that you mention it. Yeah. They would have to uniquely paint those in, you know, the shape of the Capcom logo. They'll have to do that or they'll have to, they'll have to, yeah, contract somebody to do that. Yeah. What I think is going to happen is that the board itself is going to be the Capcom logo, 
but I feel like each of the buttons is just going to be is going to find the final version is going to be a clear button with um, the part of the logo in it. Oh yes, that makes total sense. If you do have um, an ability to add, like let's say, a piece of paper that's printed yellow and blue in the positions that you need them to be, uh, yeah. yeah, that could totally happen. And then after that, you'll just end up replacing the clear button. Yeah, and then pull this and pulling out that little piece of paper and destroying the old button. The thing that sucks about that implementation, though, is um, it's less clean in the sense that, uh, and it's, it's it's the lesser of the two evils, but it's less clean in the sense that that little picture that falls in there, for any of you who have who've gotten clear buttons with little pictures in them, when you're pressing the button, that picture eventually will rotate a little bit. A little bit. But funky. that's not a huge deal. But yeah, that's, we just went off on the most, like, to some people, trivial. the most trivial thing of the buttons. <laughs> but let's go on to the real meat and bones here. So let's Those move on. It's a trade stick. It need the buttons. Right. 16 pre-installed games from the original Capcom, CPS1, and CPS2 arcade ROMs with emulation provided by Final Burn Alpha, delivering an authentic and accurate arcade experience exclusively for the Capcom home arcade. Now, I have some issues with that statement as well. There's so many issues in that statement. Let's talk about, let's break them down one by one. And I'll start with the one that is like the least worrying in my opinion. And that's actually... Surprisingly, the lineup. So let's screw. Let's scroll down to the lineup here. Scroll the lineup down. Because this is actually the least of my worries. So let's go one by one and name them. Nineteen forty-four, the Loop Master, great shmup. You have any onions on nineteen forty-four? Uh, no, it's not nineteen forty-three. So that's cool. <laughs> like <laughs> this is the this is not. It, it's a it's a it's a it's a classic Capcom. It is. And, it, and it's from a CPS-1, I believe. So these graphics in this one are a lot more detailed than 1942 and 1943. I'm a little mm-hmm. bit disappointed that it's not 19XX, which was on the yeah. CPS-2, and it's it's got pretty good graphics. But it's still a good shmup classic, but right? That, that's going to be the – by the way, the listeners, there's, that's going to be the overarching theme of the issues here is that – Whatever version we're getting is probably not going to be the latest version of it, which you get you get some points deducted for that. 1944 is solid, but if it was 19XX, that would be really cool. It would be cool. I think less people just know less about 19XX, so that's why we don't get it. Mm. But okay. great game. I'm not shitting on that. Let's move on. Aliens versus Predator. Fuck yeah. Applaud. Capcom, yes. you did a good job. You got the license to release this on home for the first time ever. Yeah, so this one's fucking weird to me. Yeah. It kept citing um, licensing issues this whole time, forever. Yeah. For forever. I guess now maybe that Fox Disney is a thing and whatever, they it's easier for them. Something's happening there. But the end game is that we get AVP at home. Um, The price we have to pay is to have it in a stupid Capcom logo. Yeah, and the only other disappointment I have about this reveal is that something like this to license this must have took a long time. It, it, let's just say like, like six months to a year, right? Mm-hmm. They could have had this worked out forever ago. What's to say, like, why didn't they release this on its own as a download for the PSN or Xbox or Steam or something? You know what I mean? Nintendo eShop. I'm mad about that. That's the only Absolutely. thing I'm mad about. 
it's it's weird right that we have to get it like this yeah we have to get it on this big fucking stick that let's be real i think you're gonna probably end up seeing a lot of those like on ebay like after day two because no one's gonna want that thing yeah Um, i'm seeing i'm seeing shades of um the playstation classic here um, i don't think it'll be that bad you know where the like the, the playstation classic were like piling up at best buy i don't think it's gonna be like that they, they, yeah, i don't think they'll make that many first of all <laughs> yeah but the, what i mean to say here is that it's the idea is super um, it's a rigid idea this does not help get these games into the hands of as many people as possible Mind you, we're going to go on through this list and we're going to have our thoughts for each game. But Aliens vs. Predator is, one, a rare cart. Two, a cart that costs, what, $400? Around 400 yeah. 400 300 yeah. give or take. And that's play it, uh, you know, uh, properly. And then you have to have, you have to be someone like Icky or, you know, um, uh, someone like the Moth Father, Cruz, <laughs> access to arcade, you know, um, hardware. Right, yeah. and the only way that we've get, we've gotten this game now is literally in a big ass Capcom logo, uh, and not to mention Capcom being like a weird Japanese company, like all the rest are, can't give us like the 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 full not the, not the full game. Not I guess what I could say is the real game. These are all being emulated, right? By f- well, we can get into that. We'll get into that later. So let's yeah. move on. Armored Warriors, great, great beat em up, underrated and underappreciated in my opinion. This is a mecha uh, beat em up featuring uh, the same mechs that are in Cyberbots, and you can like pick up uh, body parts and attach them. It's a great beat em up, great inclusion, fun for two players, right? Yep. Capcom Sports Club. This one is a slight volcanic take, but I think this is a good inclusion. And on, I've uh, never you've never heard of this, so you don't have any opinions on this uh, inclusion here. Dude, I'm fucking 35 years old, and I love video games. I've never heard of. <laughs> I don't blame I don't you. Want... It's 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 the least, probably the least popular CPS2 game, only because CPS2 game was well, the only ones that really sold in the 90s were fighting games, right? So yeah. when you look at the entire library CPS2, it's over 50% of it is is fighting games. I want to say like 75% of it is fighting games. And yes. like 50% of those 75% is Street Fighter. But you have Capcom Capcom Sports Club. It's a arcade uh mini games. It, it's it's not quite track and field like Konami track and field. Um it's its own beast. It's fun game. Uh definitely a good inclusion in my opinion. It's just something that I know could have been left out for something else, but I like that it's on here. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm down. It's a it's a game I've never even really heard of before, so it's not a shitty game. That's all I gotta say. So let's move on. Captain Commando Classic. I think no one's gonna be mad about having uh, a real arcade version of Captain Commando, which I think was a CPS one game. So it's the same engine as Final Fight. Yes, yeah, that's uh, Captain Commando is super cool, guys. Uh, yeah. Especially C2, you finally get to play the game that uh, those characters are from. Yeah, and then we have Cyberbots, which is, in my opinion, uh, another underrated fighting game. Uh, it's all mechs. You can actually slightly customize some things. You can change your pilot and what kind of mech they, they use and the body type of the mech. 
Um, there's a lot of combinations. Very fun game. Um, I used to play this a lot with Kev on stream. We haven't played in four years maybe, but this was a lot of fun. Kind of yeah, broken, Cyber... but it's pretty cool. <laughs> Cyberbox is super, super, super cool. Yeah, great inclusion. So here's one. It's a little bit of a uh, kind of weird inclusion. Darkstalkers, the Night Warriors. This is this is uh, this is vanilla Darkstalkers. So, yeah. Why would you do that? I understand that it's uh, what is this? Is this mostly CPS two? Mostly. Yeah. So like, I don't know, man. Like, why? This we're gonna see another a, a couple more issues here, but. <sighs> When you think of the tournament scene, you don't think of Darkstalkers 1. You think of either Vampire Savior, first off, yeah. or um, whatever the fucking second one is. Vampire Hunter 2. Vampire Hunter, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Like, just just vampires, a.k.a. Darkstalkers. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't like it. It's- I don't hate it. I like all the Darkstalkers games, but I know that at least us as fighting game players... We've been uh, conditioned to only really play VSAB because that's what all there is. Like, there's only VSAB tournaments. There's no, you know, uh, Vampire Hunter tournaments ever. Like, ever. Mm-hmm. Like, when do you see them? I think Rotanabor, they they host that, like, once in a while. I can't, yeah. I, I haven't been there in, like, forever and ever and ever. But, yeah, I think that's something you don't ever see. Uh, Capcom's excuse for including this, maybe... Maybe it runs better because it's a slower game. Who knows? But that's the thing, dude. Like, and I, I can get more into this later. There shouldn't. There, that's not an excuse. You're the, the the company that dev the games. Like, <laughs> well, when you say that, we'll get into that after the yeah, list. To, so, to make this stuff work. yeah. So that's I don't know. That's that's a but you get a you get a thumbs down for me for putting Darkstalkers one in there. It's a thumbs up, but it's it's a spiritual thumbs down. So let's move on. Uh, Eco Fighters. Eco Fighters is another shmup. Um, The plane, I forgot. You're like, I actually forgot what the plane is, but it's a shmup. It's not bad. And you're going to need at least more than one. So fuck it. You know, this one uh, actually is the only game I can see here. Because you already have uh, two other shmups, you don't need um, a third one. You know what I mean? So, yeah. eh, but I don't hate this game either. That's the only kind of disappointment I see. So, moving on. Final Fight. Classic. I don't see any issues with Final Fight. Uh, no. Uh, Final Fight, that's that's fine. That's uh, the, Final Fight 2 was like a SNES only, right? Well, it was SNES for the first home release, and it didn't have multiplayer. It was only single player, yes. and it was Missing mm-hmm. Guy. Um, and then it did release on the Sega CD, like, if not at the same time, like, a year, if a couple months after. And, yeah, I'm uh, sorry, by that, I just meant, I just meant console only, so... Oh, oh yeah, console, it was, uh, Super Nintendo and, uh, the Sega CD. Yeah, it's, Final Fight's pretty much the only, uh, arcade version of Final Fight that you ever got. So there's... Yeah. There's no reason not to put Final Fight. Like, Final Fight was probably... The impetus for this, like, oh, we should probably get Final Fight <laughs> in people's homes because no one's talking about Final Fight. Yeah, I mean, they did have the the HD release uh, when when it came out on PSN twenty fifteen, I think. Yes, it, it came with I... a Magic Sword, I think. 
Yeah, but if there's if, if you're gonna say, hey, quickly off like three Capcom um uh, Capcom arcade games from the nineties, Final Fight is on that list. Oh but... yeah, definitely. It's 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 one of the ones like you know the average Joe is gonna be like, oh man, I remember Final Fight. You know I what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So that's that, that works. Yeah, and then another classic right after that. No arguments for me. Ghouls mm-hmm. and Ghosts. You know who can hate that? No, the game's great. Nope. Uh, no arguments. Hard as hell. Fun as hell. And then we go on to Giga Wing, which is another shmup. You know, uh, uh, like helmet, I said, right? three shmups. Um, well, that's at least this one's better than uh, Eco Fighters. A lot of uh, faster pace, uh, harder in my opinion. Uh, I rather play Giga Wing over any of those two. So I'm not yeah. Hating. And the first time, the first time I played Giga Wing was uh, Dreamcast. Yeah, Dr- Dreamcast port was the only port that I ever had. I've never played the arcade version. I've never seen that arcade uh, anywhere. So unfortunately, I'm one of those scrubs. I in Japan, yeah, but so. uh, yeah, it's, it's bullet hell though. So yeah, that's why it, it's harder. It's more uh, entertaining than the other two. Like fuck it, I'm I'm down yeah. for Giga Wing. Uh, here's another one that we technically never really had a home port for is yeah. Mega Man the Power Battle. <laughs> this is pretty cool that they included that, which yeah, is a cool. uh, it's, it's a pseudo fighting game. It's a boss rush game. Boss rush, yeah, yeah, boss rush. Mega Man one on one. All you're doing is just boss boss patterns the whole game. It's it's pretty fun if you enjoy that aspect of Mega Man. And yeah. I'm definitely not mad that they have that on there. It's I, cool to see. Yeah, uh, pretty sick. And then Pro Gear. Okay, I take that back. That's four shmups. Pro Gear is actually a, a shmup as well. Um, there is a gimmick I think with some of the planes. I can't remember right now. But four shmups. You know, that's why I say Eco Fighters could have been the one that they swapped out. Uh, For anything else? <laughs> anything. It could have been another Street Fighter game. I really wouldn't have mind of having yeah. like a second Street Fighter. Uh, because other than Pro Gear, we get Street Fighter 2 Hyper Fighting, which I personally like. I like Hyper Fighting. What's your opinion player. on this I'm one? <laughs> yeah. No, but for real though, this is again like... Hyper fighting has uh, a niche and it has a, a player base, but it's nothing compared to, you know, Super Turbo. Yeah, it's really, really small compared to Super Turbo. So that's why if they could have left out uh, Eco Fighters and put on ST, that would have been sick. But yeah, we get something. The, 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 if you ask me, the way to go about it is to, to always, you never, without exception, always do hyper fighting in ST. Yeah, I mean the the anniversary collection got that right at least with the online. You could play hyper fighting online, and you could play ST online. Like, cool. Mm-hmm. That's all I want. Um, moving on, Strider. Now this is Strider One, which is a good game, but yes. it was on the CPS One. I think it was like the second or nah, I can't remember. Maybe like in the top four or the first four re- releases for that. And uh, I think it hasn't aged that well, mainly due to the sound i think the sound gets on my nerves in this game but it's a good game uh, yeah no strider is good um it's also worth mentioning that both strider and ghouls and ghosts one player games yes those are one player only um quarter munchers so they're gonna take you a while if you're not used to them yeah. but i think they are great inclusions because those are still really 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 good and i think if you had to have a capcom home arcade 
these two need to be on there as well as the last one super turbo uh or super puzzle fighter 2 turbo i think this was a, a given as well you need puzzle fighter well it's only one it's one of capcom's only puzzle game. well the only one that is universally known and played because they did have like i think one or two other ones but yeah no one yeah. played those on cps2 yeah so that's the lineup there those are the 16 games that we're getting and keep in mind peeps like this is gonna be hacked like i'm pretty sure day two we're gonna have yeah. some sort of software mod and they're gonna be able to add all the games more more than likely you're gonna be able to put retro arc uh on this uh little device here so lineup's cool we're gonna move on to the next issue final mm-hmm. burn alpha that is the next issue because Final Burn Alpha is the emulator being provided here on this. Keep in mind, there is no arcade hardware other than the buttons and the sticks in this machine here. This is going to be some sort of small, uh, I'm going to guess, Android-powered PCB. And that's where it's going to have Final Burn on. It's going to run that off of Android, most likely. I'm guessing Android. Yeah, if not that, then some kind of custom Linux. Some some sort of custom PCB, but it's going to run Final Burn Alpha, which is, you know, it, I think most people know that it's not the best. Uh, as far as, like, input lag and uh, depends on... Oh, this is also another thing. It depends on what build of Final Burn Alpha is being put on here. Because not yeah, all builds they, are built right. They said that they were working with the people who dev final burn but the funny thing about that and also the funny thing about licensing oh yes yes open source basically right well the thing is it is open source you could technically license it but not only that final burn alpha is based on mame and it uses some mame code so Mm. it's it's like this weird area where yeah they can like technically license it out but you can't license out that code because that's MAME's code. You're you're like taking what's not yours and giving it to Capcom. Basically. Yeah. That's the most basic way you can put it. They're they're licensing out something they don't have full property of because they use yeah, the main code in there. They shouldn't be able to do that. No, they, they technically this is a lawsuit waiting to happen, uh by using Final Burn. It it would only take the actual developers to get involved and hire and lawyer up basically to, you know, stop this from happening. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's that's, that's one of the things that kind of makes this look dumb in my mind is because, uh, there's so many things here that are like, it's like, it's a pet project of somebody's almost everything vanity project work because Again, you're like I said earlier. You're, this is Capcom, right? Like, how do they not have better access to the source code? And if they don't, it's because I will. I'll, I will assume this that because they're a fucking weird Chinese, uh, Chinese Japanese. Company. <laughs> uh, I was thinking about China because I'm looking at um, uh, something in the background. Yeah. Um, they're a weird Japanese company that does weird stuff. Like, there's all kinds of games source codes that have been lost because. Oh yeah. You know, archived or destroyed on purpose like we're talking about capcom here which is a company that built a planned obsolescence into their arcade machines that's true uh, who's to say they didn't trash some code suiciding yeah right um and then on top of that uh when you look at the lineup that 16 games what was it it was maybe like a year ago 
that we got the Capcom beat em up collection. So yeah, and that had like games, nineteen games or something like that. Yeah, how come you can't give us those games too? The 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 thing is is um like this is my cell phone, right? I can hold pretty much the entirety of Capcom's CPS one and two collection, probably even three collection on this phone. Oh, that, that's only like three or four gigs. It's not that much. It's nothing. That's what I'm saying. It's like there's literally outside of licensing issues, there's no reason they can't provide more than sixteen more than these particular games and a better way of uh of running them because if this thing comes out and it has uh playstation classic issues where uh, some smart people find that there's input lag at all or find that it runs at weird like fucking 20 like pal frame yeah if it has some weird frame rate issues like 25 uh, frames per second or something whatever yeah like that's that's it's fucked it's absolutely fucked. Whatever, any amount of money, it could be just as we're seeing with the PlayStation Classic. It could be, they could sell, the, they're selling the thing for what? 250 $260? Roughly, yeah, roughly. Uh, they could they could sell it for $20 and almost nobody would buy it. Yeah, it, it's just weird because it, it does have cool features. It has Wi-Fi, it has leaderboards. You know, mm-hmm. they're putting some effort into it. But yeah, why can't we have 20 to 25 games at least, you know? Even the PlayStation Classic had twenty, right? So yeah, I don't yeah, understand. These exactly. don't look anything like and are nowhere near as big as any PS One ISO. So no, yeah, I think it's just laziness and, and penny cost pinching, cutting. cost cutting. Yeah, it's it's all yeah. of that and above. So it's it's not a terrible idea. It's it's honestly something that if you were to give me the basic idea of what it was without the details, I would be into, and yeah. I would be for anywhere under. $300 because let's look at this as uh, as fighting game players. We know that each of these sticks retail for what anywhere between $35 to $40. The the Sanwa, the JLFs. Well, like a JLF by on its own is only like 15 20 bucks. Is it 15? Well, it depends on okay. where you get it. Like like the okay, actual sorry. unit. So let's, let's you can get up. like a $30 joystick 40 bucks like for the unit, the module itself. It just depends on where you're getting it. But, yeah, okay, but let's, let's round it up. Let's round it up to $20, right? That's a happy medium. $20 per stick. So that's $40 for the sticks. Okay. And then the buttons can run you about $125, $150 a button? Mm, like the physical buttons around like 3 to 4 bucks each. Oh, sorry. I was thinking about cheaper buttons then. So yeah, seven Oh, cheaper. You want cheaper. Okay. Well, that yeah, two, let's say 2 to 3 each. Yeah, but if we're going but if we're going for the Sanwa buttons, let's just say Those are like buttons. 4. Let's just say 4. Custom, custom colored buttons. $4 a piece, right? Yeah. You have uh 6 uh, and then 12 11 at least 11 12 buttons. No, you Yeah, 12 buttons. No, 12. I'm sorry. That's too that's too little. 14 buttons, right? 14 buttons at 3 $4 a piece. Uh, and then there's the case and the PCB. So even if we were to <laughs> out, the the cost of the product comes out to about two hundred dollars, hmm. hundred fifty at the at most to produce it. That, yeah, and well, they're getting so, wholesale pricing as well, so you can't really no, say you, it's... Can, you can because you can you can say that this is what it's worth, right? Yeah. So the idea of getting this whole package, the way it's set up and everything for two hundred fifty dollars, is is okay in my mind because what a, a Betrix stick is three hundred dollars. Yeah, 
any high end stick is uh, is two hundred dollars or up. Two fifty uh, plus, yes. A trap four. A trap four is a hundred and fifty dollars generally, right? Yeah. So, and you're getting two sticks worth of whatever. So the value in the hardware is is there, or at least it feels like it's there. But everything else is is proprietary. So paying that much money for this isn't terrible so long as they make the offer attractive. And right now, the offer is not really attractive to a lot of people. Yeah, 16 is not an enticing number to get you on to buy this thing for that price and for that appearance. I don't think it looks uh, appealing. So why would I want that big-ass thing in my home, you know? Yes, you, you, that's the thing. You're going to have to want it because the, the, the money side, that's that's whatever. Whatever. It's, it's just what's dollar. in it that's going to make you spend the money. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So either way, that is uh, all f- we know for the Capcom Home Arcade. I think we spent a lot of time on this just grinding it to bits. But uh, yeah, man, it's not the greatest looking thing out there. So no. we'll see how that turns out, to be honest. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see on release. Right? Yeah. Basically, I would recommend anybody to not pre-order it and wait for the first couple of days. <laughs> yes, I totally agree. So, which one here would you want to move on to uh, next? Uh, well, we can kind of we can, let's just talk about the Smash stuff right now. Smash. All right. So yeah. you know, Smash is a game that you know I know Zero doesn't play too much of. I play a little bit. <laughs> Smash, we had a massive kind of a patch drop now. We're on version 3.0, and we Mm -hmm. got our uh, second DLC character, our guest character, Joker, from Persona 5. With guns. With guns. So, well, I mean, uh, guns in Smash is not a new thing. We've had Bayonetta. We've had, I mean. So, it's that it is, yes, okay, it isn't a new thing, but remember when um, Snake was announced forever ago? Yeah. They said, we can have Snake in the game, but no guns. Mm. They specifically said that. And then Bayonetta, and especially fucking with Joker, Joker straight up just has a gat. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Uh, He's bringing in a lot to the table as far as, like, (laughs) memes and uh, uh, hype because everyone's just, like, going crazy over his fucking gun and the fact that Kirby gets a gun. When he inhales them. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> uh, it is cool. It's a, it's a new direction for Nintendo, and uh, it's something that I'm going to ha- end up touching on uh, a little bit uh, near the end of this. But um, Nintendo is is uh, is being pretty cool about stuff. Oh, Nintendo's uh, changed their ways on tons of different things, but it, it's pretty cool to see that they're embracing maturity, I guess. Yes. Speaking yeah. of maturity, something that's uh, very immature – we got stage creation in this new patch, oh, so man. unfortunately I can't show you any examples, but yeah, we got a big uh, option to create custom stages, and with customization comes creativity, and with creativity comes the immaturity. <laughs> you know, there's been dick stages, booby stages, yeah. straight up sex oh, scenes. You know, some of them are pretty... Uh, it's, it's like it. Remember when people started making like really intricate artwork using Minecraft? It's like that. But with, oh like, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, thought. you can you can paint a masterpiece with MS Paint pencil tool. I mean, if you yeah. really needed to, you can do whatever. 
not to it's say funny, that though, the amount of work that people put into oh, hours and hours and hours of work for uh we fit trainers breasts to jiggle left and right while you like fight on them like i've seen yeah. everything already uh and they've all been banned they've all been get banned and the good ones stay there for a little while but then someone has to rat it out and then it gets banned but someone makes a new one this is shit is crazy if you guys have smash and you haven't like tried out the new patch go download some custom stages and have a quick laugh and you know along with joker they have some uh buffs and uh nerfs to a couple characters most notably that i at least have to mention is snake his uh rocket launcher nikita getting nerfed to the ground no longer is it free edge guard uh you're gonna have to try a little bit harder to fuck up people with that rocket launcher now yeah rocket launcher uh nikita is, is was strong but that's uh it's uh, that's one of those things that i'm glad that they're looking at because in the earlier games it was too weak so this game it started off really strong because of how fast and maneuverable it was oh yeah and it had a good hitbox yeah yeah so yeah, I can think. I think it's deserved. It's cool though. I yeah, guess. I mean, there's other nerfs and buffs no. for him too. Like some, I think his up smash got a little bit nerfed. Um, has more recovery, mm-hmm. shit like that. Um, you know, I don't know all the. I didn't play it enough to know all the changes, but this is a pretty big, substantial patch and cool feature to get that stage creator. It just sucks mm-hmm. that you know you got to see a dick here and there every once in a while, but so it's all oh, good. That happens. Any any open form, people are gonna do that. And it, yeah, I mean that's the main reason why uh, we couldn't upload our own images for like PlayStation icons and stuff. You know, you would get you know dicks and and everything else. Um, but yeah, you can though. Not really. I mean, yes, yeah, you can. Yeah, anything you change your Facebook picture to, you can make. But that's not your PSN uh, avatar. You know what I mean? That's not on the account. It's on your profile. It's not on the account. Huh. Like if that, you go on PlayStation Store dot com, you're not gonna see your Facebook picture. You're gonna see whatever avatar you chose on PS3 back in the day. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, like Mika. Mika is your avatar. Well, that that's one that I bought though. Well, that's uh, what I mean. Like even that, when you go to PlayStation Store dot com on the website, that you don't see your Facebook picture. Well, no, because I didn't make it mine. But I don't know. Yeah, even I if would... you did, you wouldn't see it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's what I mean. Like um, you can't upload your own image to be an avatar because you would just get dicks and everything. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess so. But no, I, I that can't be because there's plenty of people on my friends list that and not on my friends list that I see whatever picture and it's not a place. Yeah, to- you can totally do that on PS4 and it will display and you will see it. But as far as like the PlayStation Network is concerned, you cannot just upload a picture and have that be your avatar. It has to be mm-hmm. something from that drop-down list when you made your account. It's like a picture of Nathan Drake or a picture yeah, yeah, of like yeah, yeah. poop. I, I know you know what I mean? About it. Yeah, yeah, it just, has to be those. It cannot um, be a custom image. Oh, but either way, uh, this goes back to uh, Japan. And Japan um, makes all kinds of cool has all kinds of cool ideas uh especially centered around the online community but they don't know how the rest of the world is so or how to moderate yes or how to moderate because they never had to yeah (laughs) and uh when the playstation guys remember playstation home in playstation 3 oh yeah (laughs) that was supposed to have um 
a theater, and it did have theaters. It did, yeah. We're supposed to host um, player-hosted media, so you could all have a viewing of like shows or or movies or whatever. Put- and music too. I remember that yeah. music was supposed to be yeah. something we were supposed to be able to like play in our like yeah. apartments and stuff. Exactly, and uh, yeah, we were supposed to be able to have it on TVs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, they never implemented that function because they quickly found out that people will just put porn up. And- <laughs> yep, <laughs> I have porn playing in my apartment. Invite all yeah. my PSN friends. We're gonna have a nice little jerk off sesh. Exactly. <laughs> like, uh, and that's 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 another reason why um, gifts. You like, for instance, people have been yelling and asking Sony and stuff to be able to gift games over PSN and whatnot. Yeah, similar to Steam. Yes, similar to Steam. That's currently not a thing because um, of, or well, partially because of fears that um, people are going to do things like ask for nudes. In exchange for games. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Yeah, that was that's something that happened in PlayStation Home. Uh, hell, if you remember um, Gaia Online, that was a big problem. <laughs> yeah, I do remember Gaia. Yes, people soliciting nudes for for currency and, and garbage. So that shit always happens. It fucking sucks. Yeah, I mean, it happens. Uh, I do kind of vaguely remember stuff like that, even in things like uh, I don't know if you ever heard of this, like Coke Studios. It was like a uh online flash very similar to like 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 maple story kind of thing mm-hmm. and yeah people would girls would do that all the time <laughs> and it's ridiculous yeah <laughs> but so crazy. yeah shout out to smash i mean well everyone has to check out that patch so if you yeah. want to talk about censorship uh censorship and moderation we got to move on to this uh next topping here so let me paste the link Sony explains new policy regarding sexual content in games. <laughs> yeah, so as you guys know, um, there's all kinds of visual novel games coming out of Japan that have been uh, that Sony has been asked to censor on both shores, regardless of who, where it's being sold. Um, which is which is kind of weird because in the past, at least like Japanese games would get less sexual censorship, um, but Japanese games would get more violent censorship. And then in the West, it was the opposite. Yeah. Now, Kind of basically, if it's got anime tits in it, then it's getting censored, like straight up. Uh, the Senran Kagura series, which is a series I enjoy, um, but I've not given any money to recently because uh, Sony censorship has recently removed modes and stuff from the game. Modes that I don't even really fucking care about, but it's just the principle of the thing that uh, is keeping me from supporting that. And the the director. At Marvelous, uh, I think it was a director or, or or a producer. He left Marvelous because of all the issues they have facing specifically Sony censorship policies, and uh, um, we saw it in the West with and not in Japan somehow on the Sony's version of or PlayStation's version of uh, Devil May Cry Five. Everybody remember? Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, which is being patched out or something has changed. I don't know, but it was only for Sony in the West that you couldn't see little, Trish's little butt crack in that one scene <laughs> because Sony deemed it, uh, you know, think of the children. Um, but they've recently uh, had an interview and uh, released a little bit of more of a reasoning on why they're doing that, and it's really sus. Uh, if you go over the the. The, the quotations there. Well, um, the quote here that it, it's 
you know, the quotation that they're offering here, it says, basically, the policy was in, in, introduced kind of suddenly in the wake of the Me Too movement, according to a Sony representative. So, yes, Me, Me Too was an important thing. You know, if, if these women, <laughs> if, if these women were being assaulted in the workplace and, you know, whatever like that, yes, that needs to be exposed and it needs to be stopped. But sexual harassment in the workplace has nothing to do with a digital volleyball game or a, or a fighting game or you know whatever is getting censored senren kagura like that like that doesn't that's not an excuse like just say that you're afraid of backlash or you're, you're afraid of controversy and that's why you're you're censoring don't try to include the me too movement as your reasoning you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because they, they're not related. They're really not. Yeah, they're not. They're not at all. You're right. And uh, all of this coincides with Sony's headquarters moving from Japan to California. So somebody who somebody in California who is completely out of touch with things and only reads headlines and is also a few months late to push uh, corporate-wide rules based on... I don't even know something that doesn't even apply to to video games in that sense. Yeah. It, again, we can yeah we can cite Itagaki and shit all we want to, and that is relevant, but that is long past, and again, nothing to do with the content of the games. Yeah, it, it's like they just don't they don't relate, and to say that's your excuse or because of that movement is why you're censoring these things it's 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 kind of like uh i mean it's not the right thing to say but it's a bitch move and you're just taking the easy way out by saying that instead of just saying like straight up well we get too much controversy just just say that you don't want to deal with the bad press and now you're just going to limit um if you want to call this limiting limiting expression or whatever I don't see it as that but you know i know a lot of people feel strongly about that i know you feel strongly about that and yeah. you know i don't agree with it totally but if that's what they want to do like the only thing i'm gonna have to say is that if you don't support it don't buy a ps5 basically yeah and so i have purchased every playstation console pretty much at launch since 1995 and yeah. PlayStation Five is the first console that i am considering just not buying i'm might switch nation to pc completely well I've been PC Master Race for a couple years now, and I'll tell you this, PS4 is the worst Sony console ever made. <laughs> it's the worst console ever made because they stripped away features that are legacy features, and people are going to call me stupid and a baby, but if this thing can't play a PS1 game off the disc, like, I don't want to touch it. Like, I really don't use it because, like, it can't just do that. I can't conveniently, like... Oh, I want to play fucking Biohazard. Like, let me pop it in and, and on my PS4, like I could back in the day on PS3. If I just so happen to get an urge to play like a PS1 game, I could pop it in. You know what I mean? You can't do that on the PS4. It's the only Sony system that doesn't play PS1 games in any way, shape, or form. PSP, PS2, PS Vita, PS3, P- PS uh, TV. They all play PlayStation One games. PS4 yeah. does not. That's the only reason I don't like the console. 
<laughs> no, it, it makes sense. It, I, I, I it doesn't that, even play audio CDs. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. The, it's there's a lot of weird um, digital exclusion that's going on there for no reason. Yeah, I remember that uh, once the power went out, and, and this was you know this was many years ago, but the power went out, and not the power went out. I'm sorry, the internet went out. And I wanted to, I was just like, fuck it. Okay, I can't watch YouTube or anything. I'll just watch a DVD or Blu-ray. I popped oh, it yeah. and <laughs> it wouldn't play because of the it fact had to that call home. I loaded that ability to do so yet. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. You, you didn't like load up a Blu-ray while online. It didn't download like the rights or something like that. Right. It had to download something. <laughs> There's a, like an initial thing that needs yes, to get. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> have to run a Blu-ray or DVD first. Yeah, and stupid. And it usually tries to call home when it does that. So I know what you mean. You couldn't even access something that every other game console out there, I think, can do without being online. Is just play a fucking movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. And for the for the most part, uh, I I'm a supporter of the you know of of the PlayStation Four. I like it. I don't. I understand, um, and I, I I also reflect the issues having to not being able to play uh, you know legacy software and being restricted from that. But uh, I find that for the most part, it's it's a pretty good system in my mind, except for the fact that my my main issues outside of censorship have to do with um, the digital rights shit. Like that, Sony has done it in the worst way I've ever seen in my life. There's, <laughs> there's a. You can only have two um, authorized accounts now. Yeah, that was a limit uh, imposed a long time ago. We used to be able well, to have five people on was, an account. PlayStation Three, it was five. Yeah, and then it turned to three after a certain um, year. I can't yep. remember what year it was. Uh, but then when PlayStation Two came out, it was only two. But they tried to make it so that you could sign in on any PlayStation and play the, if it wasn't the authorized one. That's fine. But the thing is, is the moment you lose an internet connection, you're you're locked out. They yeah. give you a grace period at all. I, I'm sorry. They give you a grace period of like 15 minutes. But the problem with that is that their servers and shit suck. So when it goes to call home, and if for whatever reason their servers are choking on their own dicks, you can't play on your other system. And I am someone who often owns two systems and just has them in different places in my house. So like... The fact that I can't play the games that I bought somewhere else in my own home on something <laughs> fucking that pisses me off. It pisses me off every time I load it up and I see a little lock icon. Yeah. Restore licenses. And so long as their servers are working properly. And this isn't even bringing the fact that when these servers eventually go down in fucking 2025 or 20, you know, 30 or whatever, all that digital fucking software is gone. You have no access to it unless they change the system and set a fucking um, uh, whatever it's called um, network wide unlock for forever. But they're yeah. not going to. We're going to get locked out. We're seeing it with uh, software <laughs> adventure, Scott Pilgrim, things that you can't get anymore, that you can't download anymore, that you can't find anymore. Well, fortunately, and this is a totally different subject. Maybe we'll get on this another day. But you can, at least for PS3 users, there is hybrid firmware now that allows you 
to download those software packages and unlock them as full games. So I was one of those people that didn't buy Scott Pilgrim. I was sharing, and then the shared account got taken away, or I, I lost the password or whatever. And uh, I had to do that. I jailbroke my PS3 now. It totally works, and I have Scott Pilgrim again. But oh, I, nice. had to, I had to go through those hoops to do it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's where digital rights is, you know, shitty. Yeah, well, it's it's only shitty for companies that don't understand how they work. Yeah. Steam is really one of the only companies that has it right, other than, like, uh, I think, like, good old games, a few other... Yeah, they, they do it well. But, yeah, that's enough for uh, Sony's censorship. Like I said, if you guys don't like it, don't buy the PS5. Yeah, Simple as that. Sony, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, get lost. So... Next topping here, I think we should move on to uh, SNK working on a secret new console, Neo Geo 2, Neo Geo 3. What is this? I, I don't quite know. I saw the headline and I tried to read into it. Apparently, it's log on the way. And um, I, it's, not, it's not known if it's another like Neo Geo Mini 2 and 3, um, which, again, those were pretty cool consoles and had a shit ton of games. Yeah. So I have a theory. So this took place at a uh, investors meeting, I believe, uh, in China or Korea, one of those two countries, right? Uh, mm-hmm. We know that they're owned by Tencent. It's a Chinese, you know, corporation, and uh, they own SNK and kind of tell them what to do, right? So I guess they were really pleased on how well the Neo Geo Mini performed, right? Yes. So at this meeting, they stated that. They are currently planning to do a Neo Geo 2 version 2 and version 3. The word is semi-open platform. So when I hear those words, you have to think about it this way. The Neo Geo Mini is a closed or a walled garden or a closed platform, meaning you can only operate or function the games that they put in there for you unless you were to modify it, which I'm not sure if there's mods yet, but I'm sure there is. Um, Mm -hmm. so if that's a closed system and you only have the games that they gave you and that's it they say semi-open platform here for the neo geo version 2 and version 3 so what does that mean here's my theory i think what they might do is a low budget uh kind of an indie machine with the snk neo geo branding and of course new snk licensed games exclusively for the system and I'm not sure if that's a really good idea, but if they market it to, uh, let's say, bars or you know the the, the entertainment uh, service industry, it could do well because you see things like, um, let's just say like uh, there's like McDonald's, they'll have like touchscreen arcade machines on the tables for like the kids to kind of like fuck with and shit. Mm-hmm. Some McDonald's used to have like N64s and. You know, you see bars with, like, multi-cades and all types of, like, crappy multi-cabs, right? This could be something that they can market and sell as, like, a, 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 like a small price point, but a lot of features, like, saying, like, oh, we're going to have our own software. Oh, you can download Android software. or You know what I mean? That's what yeah. I think it could be. And it could be maybe modeled after the AES and smaller. Who knows? It could be a home system, and maybe it is a hybrid like the Neo Geo X, but better mm. than the Neo Geo X. Okay, yeah, I see that. 
Uh, one of the things that I give a lot of credit to for SNK is, unlike Capcom and stuff, they are a company that seems to be holding on to, or at least has a little bit more control over their their own properties. Yeah. And also willing to work with the community as well as the players. Like that's, you know, we see a lot of really cool stuff recently. Like we're saying last uh, last podcast in. SNK is lending their characters out to all kinds of other games and they're trying to make moves now. And yeah. that's really cool, especially after the Playmore era where we saw nothing from SNK. Well, they played it very conservative and saved money and, and played it safe. You know, all the releases during Playmore were just sequels to things that were already like granted to sell well, like Metal Slug 4, uh, 3, 4, and 5, uh, KOF. 2002, 2003, 4, or 2003, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Um, and I can't remember. Oh, uh, Capcom versus SNK. Those were all safe releases during the Playmore era. So yeah, they didn't yeah, try more. anything new. I think Tencent era SNK, it's like they had the money to kind of try these new things. They made mobile games. They did the, the mini. They released KOF 14. You know what I mean? Uh, and it says here that they were pleased with the Neo Geo Mini and how well it sold. And, you know, this is going to be not related to the Neo Geo Mini. So it just tells me that maybe they're willing to invest money to try to make a new system. But it's not going to be, you know, a, a, a big budget system. It's going to be like the Switch where they're using off-the-shelf components. And it's probably going to be based on Android, kind of like the Switch is, I think. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it, it, honestly... I think anything they try, uh, especially because they mentioned the two and three, anything they try could be a really good idea. It's kind of hard for them to fail in my eyes right now. Like, yeah, if they, if they bring out like more fucking classic uh, software and start letting us play more of their uh, their their backlog, uh, that they, they, I don't, I don't see them really failing for trying that either. No, like I can see the whole backlog, like all the Neo Geo games getting released for this thing in some way, whether it's like a service or download individually, as yeah. well as like, let's say it is like a low budget indie machine. Like who's to say you're not going to get Super Meat Boy on this thing or fucking Cave Story or you know what I mean? Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. And the the indie market is so strong right now with all kinds of games that can run everywhere. And I, I think what 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 also is going to happen, you're going to get a lot of interest from those developers because a lot of those developers who make these indie games were old school, you know, game players. So they they knew they knew what SNK was. So I think a lot of them would mark out and like love to have their game on an SNK system. Yeah, like oh, I, whoever I'm not speaking for, whoever made. Uh, like let's say enter the gungeon right like let's just say the dude who who made or the team that made enter the gungeon was like fuck we want enter the gungeon on the neo geo 2 like that would be sick and they're gonna want to port it to that yeah yeah and uh, and thinking forward uh the, the hardware is likely not going to be so restrictive as to make that difficult no i could see it literally being like an android box you know what yeah. i mean yeah, that's yeah, yeah. like like I said. That's what the Switch technically is. Um, it runs off a of Tegra X1, so it's like you know, it's a it's an iPhone. If you mm-hmm. can make iPhone games, you can make a Switch game. Yep. Yeah, that's one of its strengths. 
So I could see them getting like some sort of common chip, uh, an ARM based chip and trying to make an OS around it and, you know, letting people do their thing and not charging a grip for like a license for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, It'd be cool. I'm I'm interested in seeing that. Yeah, hopefully it's nothing stupid. Hopefully it's not nothing a, stupid, and you know, logo with buttons on it. Yeah, and we're getting a new Metal Slug, and I'm sure we're getting like new things like that as well. You know, like classics. We'll see like a new, I don't know, puzzled, puzzled two, something like that. You know, if they bring back Magical Drop, that's all. Yeah, I want. Magical Drop or something like that. <laughs> no, will come back, but <laughs> we'll see. This is really cool to me. Me too. It's getting me too. uh but yeah so let's move on up so we have here uh, which one you want to do you want to save the the combat stuff for the end yeah we'll we'll end with combat so we'll go on to um way forward and arc system works they are working together which is really cool um yeah actually that's a really cool team a team up there yeah yeah so way forward is uh they make the Shantae games. They make a lot of other really cool platformers. Uh, very yes. interesting, super fun games. And uh, and Arc System Works, we all know Arc System Works, Guilty Gear, um, and the like. And they're working together to make a River City Ransom game, or a River City game, or a game based in River City, yeah. and uh, with a female cast. Yeah, that's you never ever really see girls in the River City games. Like it's nope. always dudes beating up dudes. Um, I mean, this is the kind <laughs> of all female cast reboot I can get behind for once. Well, it, it would kind of remind me of what's that game? Uh, it's a beat 'em up and it's all girls. Phantom Breaker. It would kind uh, of maybe be like yeah, a better Phantom Breaker. I was just playing that this weekend. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's pretty yeah. cool. Um, but yeah, uh, we all know River Cities are great, great beat 'em ups, cool combo systems. The last one that came out, I can't remember the name of. Uh, it's called River City something. Um, oh yeah, they they had two that came out recently. Yeah, but the one it was like a full fledged uh, adventure. Like it had a lot of stuff to it. I just can't remember the name of it, but it was a good yeah, game. I don't remember either. I think it came out on PS4 and a bunch of other stuff. It came out on Steam. I played it with Flood, I think, a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I didn't buy it because I didn't have money at the time. It's all good. But yeah, uh, there's no way you can go wrong with uh, you know, Arc System making a River City game. No way. Yeah. As way for, or way forward, I mean. Both of them, both companies have strong art direction, have very strong like game design uh, methodology. So... I think this is this is, this is a, this could be really cool. It's really hard for them to mess this up. I'm hype. I can't wait. So we'll have to see. So let's move on to the combat yes. cast portion of the show. This is the <laughs> combat area that we've been uh, waiting for here. So there's a lot of news. Um, as of right now, everyone's been playing the fucking game besides us because we're fucking right losers. Now, so the game is probably out for a lot of you. Oh, yeah. I'm sure a lot of you are playing right now. It's 9 p.m. the time we're recording. Um like there's so much to go over and we're just not going to have enough time to go over everything. I oh, mean, we can, go, we can go over the basics. So I uh, mean, we... the the rest of the cast is now openly leaked. I mean, it's not even a leak anymore. It's been released. So, you know, yes. Frost confirmed. Uh mm-hmm. Noob has been confirmed for a long time. Kung Lao, uh like who else like was everyone like kind of just waiting for? You know what I mean? Yeah, we we have everybody. Uh, I think we talked about um, the collector and Jack's last last cast or last last podcast. Um, 
Uh, it's just DLC now. There's DLC rumors, but I don't know if we really need to... Yeah, DLC rumors, I mean, people are saying, like, Ash from Evil Dead. People are saying um, uh, Terminator. But I don't... I, I think the most likely one could be Ash. Uh-huh. I think that could happen. But yeah, this is the this is the depends. launch roster right here. I mean, there's no more surprises. I mean, some of you have already seen this. We're seeing this now for the first time. Most of us. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty decent roster though. Like uh, a lot of times, I look at a roster and I don't find more than one or two player or characters that I want to try to play. And there's at least three or four here. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I have my main from X. I got Coltal. I got Sub. Um, I kind of did like Scarlet a lot more than uh, Scorpion, and then I'm interested in Noob, and then Raiden usually as well. So I have choices. Um, there's no smoke, but you know, oh well. Yeah, yeah. Um, what well, smoke has been? Smoke has been gone for only a game now, right? More common. Well, X. he wasn't an X technically. I mean, there was Triborg, but that's not smoke. <laughs> um, <laughs> not the same. Chances are you're gonna get smoke back in the form of a Borg because there's they they still haven't that character, uh, Cyrex Sector, and uh, the unnamed Borg um, have been shown in the trailers and stuff, but they haven't really shown us any play of any of those characters no i mean oh well basically that's all i gotta say uh boohoo it won't get him right now who knows if it'll be dlc but like you said it's a solid roster returning cast right here um cool stuff i mean i don't think there's any reason to be super upset other than melina fans like crying oh that's right yeah no melina i forgot that's weird but then again, they gave um, Katana a bunch of size stuff, so maybe she's just not here. Just yeah, they just don't have her, and they probably won't. But you know, I think Frost is like the biggest you know reveal and the biggest change of being like a cyborg kind of with yeah, the whole head the removal reason. thing. Hey, she's a she's basically Elisa Boskanovich from Tekken. Um, she's got chest lasers. Uh, she can spin her body around uh, three hundred and sixty degrees. She can take off her head and hit it, hit you with it. She's a pretty big departure from the original character of Frost, but uh, yeah, cool. and, and the new design just you know, I think we said it last time, they all look like superheroes, they look like Overwatch characters with like the the designs of the suits, you know what I mean? Like yeah. Jackie's, uh, this one, you know what I mean? It's just kind of weird, yeah. No, I don't hate it either. You could you could draw over some of this, and it could be Injustice 3. Yeah, basically, if you put a big S on her chest, there it'd be like Supergirl's cyber yeah. outfit. You know what I mean? <laughs> it wouldn't. Yeah, it wouldn't be yeah. that weird. And you dyed her hair blonde or something. That doesn't work for the guys. No. But for the women, yeah, they could easily all be in Injustice or something. Like that. And I do kind of miss her like icy Super Saiyan hair from the what was it Deception? I think. Yeah. So yeah. oh well, I'm not like disappointed, but it's cool. I'm not I'm not hating on Frost. Yeah, I was never really a huge Frost fan, but um, me neither. I mean, it's cool that she's there. I, if anyone that I was really worried got character, it, eh, like yeah, I mean, like I'll, I'll, I would straight up say, give me smoke. Like I'd rather take smoke all day. Oh, I just meant. I'm sorry. They could have made this character a new character. Oh, like a brand new original character. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah that is fine. She could, she could, she could have been. I mean, at, at this point, you're basically just reducing the idea of Frost as a character to a ice lady, a cyborg ice lady. Yeah. 
and I mean, whatever. I mean, that's kind of cool. I mean, I think everyone in general is happy with the way things are turning out. But I think we have seen quite a bit of of uh, backlash. Would you say for this release? <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah, what were you talking about? Um, so okay. I mean, we want to bring up all the backlash now. Is that what we want to get to? Yeah, let's 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 get right into that. Cause, so uh, let's just get into the in the into the backlash. We know the roster now. They showed off Shao Kahn. Not a lot to say about Shao Kahn other than the fact that he might be kind of like brain dead, but not strong in a way. Yeah, I was interested in the character, but after they showed him off, I don't really care, which kind of sucks. Yeah, well, it's it's too early to wait and see if he's gonna be strong or not. Um, usually, the big boss characters are never that good like goro turned out to be trash right so yeah we'll but see. even then like i'm not saying that i don't need him to be strong i just need him to be interesting and he's like super one-dimensional yeah i mean it's too early to tell i haven't even actually even touched his character yet so yeah uh, no comment on from me here is if i wanted to play a character with that kind of archetype like the bruiser archetype yeah i'll just jacks or kotal yeah and and Cold will already has some dirty shit like like forced option selects and stuff. So uh, you, you're better off playing Codal. But anyway, so uh, yeah, what's the let's go on? So a lot of people are pleased, but a lot of people are not pleased with how this game turned out. I mean, we have everything from the typical face rants uh, you see here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Vin Diesel. So this Shiva render, uh, a lot of people, you have said it. Other people have said she looks like a man. I see it, but I don't see it. I see a, just like a woman monster. Like, I still see some femininity in that face. I don't know about you. I do see Vin Diesel, though. <laughs> well, at least you see Vin Diesel. I don't, man. Because if you take away the mohawk and you you pay, you bleach the skin, and you add a black tank top and take away the earrings, yeah, it's kind of like Vin Dieselly from Fast yeah. and the Furious One. You know, like I need Nos. Yeah, uh, no. Let's uh, let me get this out of the way. The person's post that this is from, we don't one hundred percent agree with their little rant. No, no, no. Keep in mind, we're not. Uh, taking this guy's side, I'm, we're laughing at this uh, onion here. So, I mean, yeah, there's so I, many people freaking out about things like this. And this, and keep in mind, I'm taking this tweet from uh, Cursed Video Game Images or at I Hate Video Games. Shout outs to Prax. Uh, this is a homie Prax's uh, gamer account where, where he uh, calls out really bad gamer takes. I think that's actually yeah, what like, the yeah, it's it's what the account used to be called. Actually, it was bad gamer. Uh, takes so you know if you guys want to see some funny shit just go look at this account but these are some of the takes that are happening this is an actual youtube uh thumbnail here warner oh brothers nether realm promotes mk11 white genocide jacks what? <laughs> like what the fuck are you talking about no why are people so no. upset that jacks okay should we get into spoilers just one quick spoiler oh, i mean it's oh, one character right before, right before we get into spoilers let me make this. This clear. is already a spoiler. Just looking at this picture, I mean, I... <laughs> the the thing about Mortal Kombat fans over anybody is that they are a special breed. Yeah, they do not represent the ideals or core values 
of the rest of the the gaming community, especially the fighting game community. They are special. The, I, I'm not even gonna say Mortal Kombat fans. I'm gonna say NRS fans. Mm, mm-hmm. it's a very specific type of game, and people who really love that game, uh, those games are a specific type of person. I'm not saying that if you play these games that you're one of the the type of people I'm talking about. I'm just saying that there is they attract a, a particular type. It's a type of um, casual player that that cares more about the aspects surrounding the game rather than the gameplay itself. Yeah. Yeah. So they they're they're upset about these funny endings that like that I don't know like. Let's just get into it. I'm just gonna say it. Jax's yeah, ending. He basically ends slavery. I mean, he goes back <laughs> in time. <laughs> basically, he ends slavery. And in and in this image here, this is supposed to be. Uh, uh, imagine all this text is not in the way. There's like you know these buildings, and he's wearing like a, like kind of like an African garb, and you know so is his daughter, and blah blah blah. So it's basically implying that him ending slavery made like the the world better for you know or made the the world uh more african influenced right because the building here is like an egyptian kind of looking building and blah 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 so people are taking this out of hand and saying that that ending is somehow implying that you should kill white people when it's not saying that whatsoever it's just like a what if scenario if you killed all like the you know, the head slave masters, what would have happened? Like, it's totally not <laughs> murder all white people whatsoever. Yo, okay, so... So this is stupid on multiple levels. This is stupid on multiple... Two parts stupid. And I have a good uh, tweet to explain that. So let me open this up really quick. Let's go to Twitter. And this is a take where it was explained perfectly. So um, Prax here, this is his account. He tweeted, good take. Quote, it tries too hard to be woke and panders to the Black Panther hype. Unquote. Bad take. Quote, this is white genocide. Unquote. That right there. That. That's exactly. That right there. I I replied pretty much this, LOL, because this is true. This ending is stupid because, like, it's just, as he says, it tries too hard to be woke and edgy and uh, pander to the Black Panther uh, hype that has been built for the past year, right? For real. For fucking real. Yeah. I agree with that take. And I also agree that the bad takes that it's white genocide. That's a horrible, horrible take. Like, why would you get that out of this unless you were totally insecure about something? Uh, there's, is okay, so there's, there's a lot of people who are all about outrage, one direction or the other. So that's... That's kind of a given that, that something like this would happen. People fucking just getting upset for the sake of getting upset. Yeah, and there is also a large group of, let's just say, Caucasian-biased gamers who are actually afraid of getting, uh, quote, bread out of existence. Now, this is actually a, a Twitch controversy that happened, I think, t- a couple weeks ago, where a guy named Nick Fuentes was on like this big debate, and something about he didn't agree with interracial relationships and he's he straight up uh said as his uh answer well you guys are laughing but you won't be laughing when you're bred out of existence so there are a couple people out there that do think this way (laughs) so i can see why someone would like see that ending and just get so upset and so triggered 
over a, a, a black man shaping a better life for himself. So <laughs> it's just kind of funny and sad at the same yeah. time. But on the other hand, on the other side of that, uh, basically the, the the good take side of that, I'm trying to find it. And I'm sorry that I can't bring it up really quickly. Um, I don't know, maybe you can, but uh, there is a shot, a picture of the the staff at NetherRealm Studios. Yeah. Um, it's mostly white neckbeards. Exactly. And I saw another take saying that that this ending doesn't seem like it was actually written by an African-American. It was no. actually probably written by a liberal white man. Something yes, like that, right? Fucking... Okay. <laughs> it would be different, right, for me if... Um, if Jax had ever displayed any kind of for Africa. Yeah, which he has. And he's always been American, America, yeah. all day, America. every day. Yeah. Or at, at his worst, um, uh, he's um, he's been a fucking stereotype. Yes, yeah. <laughs> they've, never, they've never gotten it right. Um and it just shows, it goes to show you, like, the type of people that make the game. Let me fucking, I, I'm sending you a, a picture right now that you need to show everybody. Um, where the fuck? Sorry, give me one second here. <laughs> well, while you're finding that, I just have to say that, yes, you know, there is a big disconnect between the people writing the game and maybe between what that particular community really feels is... Uh, good representation because you don't have true representation because there are no, uh, you know, black writing staff. Probably I don't know. I don't work at NRS, but if you're telling me that's true, that the staff is mostly Caucasian males, um, they, there's no way they could <laughs> really like make a relatable yeah. uh, ending well, for Jacks like that, right? So this is going back to Armageddon and yeah, where did you send it on Google? Yeah, sorry. On the Hangouts. Can you get the link on Hangouts? Uh, let me look it up. I'll have to click in here, show messages. It's a, I think I got it here. Let's copy that. And just put that up on screen. Yeah, let's do that. Paste and go. Okay, yes. <laughs> that old costume, I forgot about that. Oh, shit. Oh, God. So, yeah. You can't do that and then turn around and be like, Yo, Africa. Like, I want to make this bigger because it's not that big. World. Like, what the fuck, man? This one, it's hard to find. So these are all Jack's images. So here's the image here. Oh, I can't. Oh, I don't have a Pinterest account. Yeah, but I guess I can't zoom right. in. That's why, I sent you the, that's why I sent you the Google link. Well, either uh, way, that if you guys can see that, that's like the stereotypical Jack's with the baseball hat and the chain, the fucking chain medallion. You know what I mean? Uh you can't go yeah, from that, like you said, to woke and Wakanda forever. Like you, yeah. And they had it. Dude, if you ask me, they had it right in like Mortal Kombat one through three, and probably Mortal Kombat X, where he was just like a mel American military guy. Yeah, with a focus on America, really. Like he never yeah. went out yeah. of his I way mean, to be all woke and shit. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Either way, I don't care. To me personally, as uh, one half of the Tilted podcast, my opinion, I don't give a fuck. I think the ending is funny because it reminds me of the uh, 
the the hater sketch from Chappelle's show where they go back in time and shoot the slave owner and free all the slaves. It reminds me of that sketch, and that's why I think it's funny. It's just done a lot worse in Mortal Kombat because it's not a comedy show with yeah. a good writer writing the sketch. So, what's your take? What, I mean, oh, as the other half, yeah. Of the- this is just this is it's not it's I'm blown away that it's not surprising to me that this ending exists. <laughs> Looking at the stuff and the kind of stuff that we talked about, the fact that like you know uh, the the men are designed a particular way, the women in the game are designed a particular way. Like and I've seen having seen the picture of the staff that works at NRS and having watched these combat casts that make my mind fucking melt. <laughs> Yeah, it, this is par for the course, and this is fucking. This is it, it's insane that this is reality. That shit is. It's 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 a little bit um, insulting to me, but it's not insulting to me in a racial way. It's insulting to me because it insults my intelligence. Mm, right. They couldn't think of something better for him to do while going back in time. He could fucking do anything. Yeah, but he had to just do the most cookie cutter. Uh, like easy to see ending there was. Give him a fucking personality for once. Yeah. <sighs> and yeah, I have nothing else to say. It was stupid, and this is only the beginning. We have not even seen any real gameplay developments of this yet because it's still day zero. Not everyone yeah. has a game. We're sitting here talking about it, and some other people have been streaming for the past like eight hours. So. You know, we'll have more to talk about on the next podcast about the actual developments, week one of Mortal Kombat 11. But we had to for sure talk about the controversy on launch. Yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah, but uh, real talk, um, Mortal Kombat 11 uh, looks like it's shaping up to be a pretty decent entry in the series. They've tightened up on a lot of the problems that we've seen uh, in match videos and people playing recently. I'm seeing less... um, exploitable combo breaking um so that's kind of cool you're not seeing it happen as much it's happening in a much more strategic manner but i who knows if that's going to remain that way um there's we're seeing uh some advanced movement in the form of wave dashing aka yep. wave, dashing. wave dashing is back so that's cool uh the gameplay looks looks to be pretty tight the one thing i'm seeing though seems to kind of suck about it if we can talk about it right now is the fucking grind to unlock everything including fatalities and brutalities yeah but that's that's content but yeah but the way that it's done like versus i understand the need to monetize your game or whatever right or or content or give the game life but there's got to be a better way because the amount of coins and stuff that and currency that you get to unlock things in the crypt is abysmal. It's abysmal. And well, the, the some stuff, they take like the, the crates that have decent stuff in them, which are basically loot crates, by the way. Yeah. They they take something like, you know, you're seeing 15,000 anywhere to like 50,000 in some cases coins. And to when you break a vase, you get two to five coins. Which is nothing. <laughs> Absolutely pennies. 15 to 25k, but that's like one of the better loot boxes. Yeah. 
Like it just, it, I don't know, it kind of reeks of, of fucking DLC monetization practices. I don't know how that's going to shape up yet, but that's what it looks like because the grind is real. We'll have to wait and see if they sell you coins with a K, right? Oh, they're definitely going to, man. Yeah. You have to unlock fucking fatalities. I, I think this was in the last game too, but it didn't seem to be as hard to get to gather all the things. From the no, crypt. you found them sometimes just randomly in the crypt. Like, yeah. which is weird, so. Uh, I've watched people play the towers, the challenge towers, mm-hmm. and the the challenges there are, for the most part, pretty dumb. They're just like, oh, uh, you're going to have a missile fly at you every five seconds, and it hits only you. Or there's flames on the floor that, again, hit only you that you have to avoid. <laughs> oh, well. And they, they got to do something, and I'm sure those are last-minute additions, but... Those are the things that us as players are not going to be doing anyway. We're probably only going to be playing online. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it depends on how online goes into getting, you know, customization gear because that's a part of the game now. Well, not in online, but yes. Yeah, well, but yes, but I'm, I'm talking about um, cosmetics. Yeah. Well, to me, that's not even crazy important anyway. Like, we'll have to wait and see what the real meat and bones of the game is going to be after today. Yeah, yeah, that definitely takes a back seat to the gameplay. I agree. Yeah, you know, don't put all those customization options in front of me, and then make me have to play like you know four. It it looks a lot like DOA six. Oh yeah, so you get all these costume choices, but they're locked behind gold. I get you. Yeah. Yes, that's what I. That's the way. (laughs) Hey, that's just a way to prolong gameplay. That's that's 2019 game development right there. I'm watching Maximilian play this morning and. he played for literally like two hours and did not get one single thing for noob and was upset and went to sleep. Yeah. Well, fuck it, man. He's, he's rich. He can get all, he could probably <laughs> tell Ed Boone himself to buy him all the noob DLC and just send him a secret code. Like, come yeah. on, man. Don't feel bad for Max. So the game's out though. You know, you guys, if you're, if you're fans of, of the game or especially if you wanted some, so a true spiritual successor to Mortal Kombat 2, then definitely uh, look into Mortal Kombat 11. Um, it should be out now digitally, at least for most people, except for Steam. Steam, I don't know. I, I can't check, but as soon as we're done here, I'm going to go uh, look and hopefully pray it is, but I think it's not. Well, shit. Sure. Yep. But uh, anything else uh, you want to add before we get out of here? What's Anything um, going on this week? Well, nothing really for me. Uh, this is my last week uh, here in SoCal, so I'm moving to NorCal next week. There's a chance that not next week, but the week after next, I might not be able to 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 cast. Um, we'll talk about that off off stream. Yeah. Just just because my particular living situation mm-hmm. is in, and I'm starting you know new work and everything. Yep. Uh, that's about it. Uh, I don't really have anything that I'm playing right now. I'm on the fence about buying Mortal Kombat 11. I'm going to give it a couple days. <laughs> And plus, I need funds to to get my ass to NorCal. True. I'm just going to be really packing this week. Not really playing, not really streaming, probably a lot of watching. So I'll be hanging out in your streams whenever you stream. So what are you going to be doing? So literally, as soon as we get off, if I can play it, I will stream Mortal Kombat all night until 8 or 7 a.m. And then I got to do some stuff, and I'll be back later that Tuesday. Or, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Other than that, Panic Restaurant runs. Oh, Sega geez. Genesis is getting fixed uh, by Cruz. He's doing some mods to it. So shout out to Cruz Link. Hit him up for all yeah. the mod uh, duties. And uh, that's really it. Speed runs and MK. 
Uh, one thing I did to get off my chest this weekend, I was able to finally play Cuphead for the first time. Ooh. Fuck. Hell yeah, it's a great game. No, fuck that game. Fuck oh, that you don't game. like it? Well, I liked it at first until it was painfully became painfully apparent that the people who designed the game have more have all their talent in um, art direction and maybe programming. <laughs> <laughs> but not design. design. Terrible. Fucking terrible. We'll have to talk about that another day. I'm going to get into it, but fuck you, Cuphead devs. You guys suck. Ooh, hot take right there. But yeah, uh, any guys follow us on uh, iTunes, Google Podcast. We cannot do Podbean at the moment, but we still have SoundCloud as the main one. Uh, Twitter, do you want to uh, plug your Twitter? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm at uh, 00000000. <laughs> Uh, at Twitter and uh, Nikki and I'm um, at Icky TV no, no zeros there and uh, for sure for sure catch us next uh, week if not then the week after and uh, yeah guys uh, peace out enjoy the MK and see you later and later guys peace